Welcome to the A Better Way to Farm podcast, where we share serious secrets about profitable farming. We appreciate you taking the time to join us, and we hope that you'll love the knowledge we share not only with you today, but also in future episodes. So let's get right into it. Hello from A Better Way to Farm, where we help growers increase profits and improve yields. Welcome to today's podcast. It's an honor to have you tune in. We are excited because it's that time of year between Christmas and New Year. And we're going to talk about four New Year's resolutions that perhaps you could make. I'm not talking about the ones where, you know, like everybody goes to the gym and they join a gym and they're going to get fit. They're going to get in shape. And in January, they've got a whole bunch of new members. And by March, they're back down to their original people who have the discipline to do it. I'm talking about resolutions that we can keep, resolutions that we intend on putting into practice, resolutions that we're willing to really go to bat for. So let's jump in here and talk about four resolutions for your farm for the new year. Number one, what if we would make a resolution that we are going to get better yields and we're going to do it economically? So what are we going to have to do? Well, obviously, we're going to have to figure out how to do things a little bit different. What we did last year, if we do it exactly like we did last year, probably we'll get last year's results. And if we happen to be in a dry broadcast program completely, that's going to be very tough to do increase yields economically. It's going to be very tough just to stay profitable with the price of inputs. So perhaps what we need to do is we need to take a look at something different and say, what is it that we can do to make a change that will improve our operation and get us more yield economically? Resolution number two, we actually do decide that we're going to do what everybody's talking about. We're going to implement the four R's and we're going to improve our soil health. So the second resolution would be to improve our soil health. And guys, I'm all for that. I've done other podcasts talking about it. My frustration level is high with a lot of the people who are trying to help you improve your soil health because they're trying to sell you stuff out that takes money out of your pocket so that you can get your soil health back to where it was before they sold you other stuff that ruined your soil health. Guys, it's not that difficult. If we truly want to improve our soil health, let's go back and we will stop doing those things that we have been doing that have messed up our soil health. We will do less tillage, recreational tractor driving and working that dirt into little bitty particles makes it packed down. That makes the clay particles tighter together It makes it harder to pull out and extract nutrients. It makes the roots work harder to grow. The hair roots penetrate less, and it's just a snowball to the wrong side of life. So let's talk about how we're going to improve our soil health. Well, perhaps we should take a look at reducing our tillage and backing up some on what we do. Maybe instead of ripping it deep and pulling up great big boulders and then working those down, maybe we should Think about using a zone commander or something of that type and just cutting a slot to break the compaction down deep, but that we don't have to really tear it up up on top. I don't know what the answer is. I'm just going to suggest that maybe you should look and try and come up with an answer and do some work and say, what are some things I can do? Maybe we need to be realistic when we go to implement the four R's because the industry loves to talk about right rate, right source, right time, right place. And then they continue to sell us products that are not the right product, and we put them on at the wrong time, and we put them on at the wrong place, and they're probably not the right source. 
So let's do some investigation and truly see what does that mean. What does it mean in the right way to put on nitrogen? When does it need to be applied? When does the plant need that nitrogen? Does it need it in October? Does it need it in December? Does it need it in April? Does it need it in June or July? So let's talk about the best ways to put those nutrients on. Let's talk about the right way to put on phosphorus. You know, do we want to go out here and broadcast phosphorus all over the top when we know that the fertilizer handbook says it's three times more effective to band it? Maybe we should consider banding if we're not doing that. Maybe what it has to do with is just making sure we're improving our soil health because we've put every nutrient on that that plant needs. Maybe it doesn't just need N, P, and K. Maybe it needs zinc or copper or manganese, magnesium, calcium, boron, whatever it might be. Let's do a complete soil test and work at that because the bottom line is this, guys. We want to improve soil health. We want to get everything working right. You know, I got a friend named Dennis, and Dennis says, hey, life's pretty easy. Just figure out how it works and get on the right side of it. So how can I implement that here? Well, for instance, we know that adequate boron increases the number of mycorrhiza, and the mycorrhiza are what work in a symbiotic relationship with the plant and bring phosphorus back into our plants. What does that mean? It means improved soil health comes from having the right amount of boron on. And so we've got to look at these kinds of things and study and figure out these relationships. Number three, our third resolution, perhaps it should be that we want to make more money this year than we made last year. And I know I get people that say, well, you know, money isn't everything. And I don't disagree with that. There are a lot of other important things. I also know when I don't have enough money, it becomes very, very important. And so consequently, we want to sit down and take a look. What is it that we can do that will increase our profitability? that will make it so we're making more cash. And guys, here's the second part of that. I want to encourage you to say, I am determined to figure out how to make more profit this year. And I'm gonna take a portion of that because we as farmers have this really, really, really strong habit of taking everything we make and plowing it back into the farm. You know, we have a good year, we buy new equipment. We have a good year, we buy another farm. We have a good year, We invest somewhere else in the farming operation, and that is great, and that's important, and it's great to grow. It's also great to remember that your kids are going to be gone in the wink of an eye, that your wife is amazing because she sticks around to see what happens next and puts up with this crazy lifestyle that we live in agriculture. Do I love it? Yes. Is it awesome? Yes, it is. But it's crazy, and it's not normal, and it takes a special woman to be able to tolerate that. So what am I saying? Let's make some more money. And then let's do something for the family. Let's build that new living room with a fireplace that we can sit around and have some memories. Let's take that trip to Colorado and go skiing. Let's take that trip and go to a beach somewhere and let the kids build sandcastles. Let's do something, make some extra money, and set just a part of it aside and do something for the family. I think that's a New Year's resolution that's really worth implementing. If you'd run it by your family, I'm almost certain they would buy into that. And number four, and this is the biggest one, the fourth resolution is this, become more knowledgeable. For far too long, a lot of us in agriculture have completely relied on other people's opinions and knowledge base. And the fact is, we manage multi-million dollar operations, but actually we trust someone else to make all of the decisions that affect the outcome. I have some really good friends out in Colorado. I love them dearly. I love getting to talk to them named Brent and Tina. 
And I was visiting with Tina here recently in Kearney, Nebraska. And she said, I had a great conversation with our local dealer. And I went in and I said, I needed to buy a little bit of a product for one place. And he goes, well, it's time for you to, we got to buy your broadcast phosphorus. And she said, no, I'm not going to do that. And he says, well, you got to buy your 103040. She says, I'm not going to do that. And he goes, you got to put on more phosphorus. No, I'm not going to do that. And he went back and forth and back and forth. Finally, about five minutes into the conversation, the dealer says, who's telling you this? And she had the best answer I've ever heard. She looked at him and she said, my soil test. Why was she able to do that? Because Tina has came and she has armed herself with knowledge and her and Brent are making a huge difference in their operation. They're improving their profitability. They're improving their yields economically and they're making a big difference. But instead of having to say, well, I'm listening to this person now, instead of listening to you, she said the soil test. What she said was, I'm listening to myself. In other words, she had got armed with knowledge. She had figured out how to take that knowledge and make better decisions. And guys, that's the bottom line. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the entire purpose of this Fundamentals of Agronomy program that we have. It is purposefully designed to teach you how to figure out what it is that you do need and what it is that you don't need. And we're going to take aside some of the myths that the industry pushes some of the self-serving ideas that just get perpetuated forever but have no foundation in science, that they are not scientific, they are not the correct way to do it, and we're going to actually talk about how to implement the four R's. We're going to talk about how you can become like Tina and be armed with a soil test and be able to look the guy right in the eye that's trying to get you to do something that's good for him but not good for you. You know I believe everything that happens in ag is good for somebody. The question is who? And we want to make sure that it's good for you, the end user. It doesn't matter if it's good for me. It doesn't matter if it's good for your dealer. It doesn't matter if it's good for John Deere or Pioneer or anybody else. The only thing that matters is that it's good for you. And we're going to arm you with the knowledge to be able to make decisions that are good for you. Guys, we really do appreciate you. We appreciate you so much, and we're glad that you tune in. If you find value in what we do, please share this with a friend. We would love for you to give us a rating on the podcast platform that you're using. And, of course, we appreciate it when you tune back in. If you need any further information, feel free to get us a text or message. Send it to 641-919-1206. Feel free to go over to the Facebook page, A Better Way to Farm, and send us a message there. Stop by betterwaytofarm.com and take out the profit calculator and take that test for a minute and see how that turns out for you. There are so many things that we can do to make a difference. Let's get started. Let's make 2022 the best year ever. I hope you guys are really having a better day. Thank you for joining us this week on the A Better Way to Farm podcast. If you found value in this episode, we would appreciate you rating us on iTunes or simply sharing with a friend. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe and tune in next time for serious secrets about profitable farming.